What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Jeff Bell. California started dismantling death row at San Quentin Prison, transferring condemned inmates into the general population and sending some to other prisons. The state has not executed anyone in 16 years, and Governor Gavin Newsom has declared a moratorium on the death penalty, but shutting down death row is a new and unprecedented step. The State Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation says it is doing this under the provisions of Proposition 66, a measure that voters approved in 2016 to speed up executions while they were also rejecting Prop 62. That was a rival initiative that would have abolished the death penalty. The measure that passed also included a provision that every inmate, including condemned ones, had to work for pay while in prison, with 70% of that money going to victims or their families as restitution, and another provision that death row inmates could be moved to other prisons and not just housed San Quentin. Well, now Governor Newsom, who is fiercely opposed to capital punishment, is using that to shut down death row for good with the goal of turning that part of San Quentin into what the CDCR calls a positive healing environment instead. We've heard different perspectives on this today and for some reaction to this right now, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by one of the authors of that 2016 death penalty initiative, Michael Rushford, founder, president, and CEO of the Criminal Justice Legal Foundation in Sacramento. Thank you so much for being with us. All right, so the, so the Newsom administration is going to turn death row into a positive healing environment and move those convicted killers elsewhere. In fact, they've started to do it. Uh, what is your reaction to that? Well, in the statement issued by the governor, he talks about how he wants to improve the lives of these condemned murderers. Uh, I consider that a slap in the face to the families of murdered victims who have been waiting for justice, some of them for 25 years. Uh, and now he's going to move these inmates into less secure environments where they can take advantage of other amenities and, and uh, mingle with other inmates. I just think it's a, an embarrassing uh, uh, display of stupidity. So in, in terms of the move itself, as Doug mentioned, the state has already begun moving some of these condemned inmates to other prisons. They're still going to serve the rest of their lives behind bars, and if the state does ever resume executions, they could still face the death penalty. So a, a critic of, of your position might ask, what's wrong with what the, the governor is doing? Why keep them at San Quentin? Because uh, in the, in the uh, lower security prisons they're going to take them to, these, these murderers will be afforded more amenities. They'll have a nicer time. And I don't think that uh, the juries that condemned them to death or the families of the victims or the voters of California, who have three times since 2012, said we want to keep the death penalty and we want to make it go faster. Uh, I don't think that is respecting their wishes at all. Well, when they are moved, they are going to be forced to work and get paid for that money. And a lot of that money is going to go back to the victims and the victims' families. That did not happen before the move. Uh, I'm not sure, based on the the level of uh, dangerousness these murders present, what kind of work they're going to be allowed to do. Um, Most of them were held essentially in isolation on death row. Uh, so mixing them in with other inmates to do work I, is, a, is a, an open question as to whether that's a good security decision. But the other side of that is uh, the families of murder victims that I've spoken with, and this is my, almost my 40th year in this, uh, aren't interested in some money from the state. 
They're interested in justice. And again, this is a state where a lot of Democrats voted with Republicans and independents to retain the death penalty in California. So when the governor does this, especially since he campaigned on respecting the wishes of the voters, he's telling us that he really doesn't respect the wishes of the voters. In hindsight, was it a mistake to allow in your initiative for the transfer of inmates off death row? Are we seeing the unintended consequences of what seemed at the time a fairly, you know, relatively inconsequential part of that measure? I agree. It was it was put in. We Our foundation co-authored the initiative, and it, it was put in by district attorneys as a way they thought to sweeten the deal. I don't think voters thought one second about that provision. I think they were more interested in the key provisions of the initiative, which was to speed up the process and remove some of the uh, barriers that were unnecessary to come up with a just result. Uh, so I don't think, I, I think the, the governor's taking advantage of that, but uh, it just demonstrates once again in a state that is awash with crime right now that his interest has never been with the victims. His sympathies are with the criminals, and in this case, the worst murderers in the state. As you referenced, Californians have been asked to get rid of the death penalty and have said no. In fact, that's happened twice now. Um, do you envision additional measures coming down the pike here for voters to weigh in on what's happening now? I think uh, there's going to have to be initiative reforms to deal with the policies that have created the streets of Los Angeles and San Francisco and across the state. Um, but we're going to need a statewide leader to take the point on that. And, and we don't have that person yet. Uh, perhaps in the race for attorney general, we'll end up with a leader who has law enforcement experience and has seen what has happened in our state in the last 15 years and can stand up and speak for this. Right now, there's nobody uh, other than district attorneys that, that don't get statewide coverage that uh, would be pushing for it. So I think it is something that will have to happen in the future. But uh, I don't see it happening until uh, somebody emerges as a, as a leader that can take this issue on. Governor Newsom made no bones about his opposition to the death penalty. He calls it immoral and wrong, and he's had you know lifelong opposition to it. Why shouldn't he follow his beliefs on this within the confines that the law allows him? Because when he campaigned, he was asked this question several times. And his response was, I will respect the wishes of the voters. And two years before he was elected, the voters expressed themselves twice in one election, what their wishes were. I don't think that's changed. And, uh, but in his mind, uh, he knew better. And this is the kind of arrogance that we're seeing from leaders across the state. They don't acknowledge what's going on on the streets and in our communities. And they need to. I mean, in the Bay Area, they're not recalling Chesa Budin with just Republicans. People in, in the Bay Area are... are appalled by what they're seeing in their community and every day what's on the news. So they've stepped up and said, we need to get rid of these people that are creating this problem. Well, the governor is one of those people. All right. Well, thank you so much for your point of view. A lot more to be said on this issue in the months to come. Michael Rushford, founder, president and CEO of the Criminal Justice Legal Foundation in Sacramento, one of the people behind Prop 66, which expedited the death penalty in California, but it remains on hold. And now the governor is in his administration dismantling death row at San Quentin. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com. And wherever you get your podcasts, you can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. A lot of action there today. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS.